This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. It's haul and closet time. On today's show, we get into the bottom of blonde beer, question mark, honey. People (laughs) who eat raw liver and claim it's delicious. And then we dig into something that is actually delicious. Donuts. Mm, Donuts. Plus, we take a listener's question to heart and explore our relationship with our bodies and confidence. This is going to be a good one. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. We just cannot speak at the same time. We never can. (laughs) Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Ooh, yeah. Uh I know that's right. It's time for Hall and Closet. Welcome to Hall and Closet, the show where I, Jada Essence Hall, and I, Heidi in Closet, two authorities on absolutely everything. Explain Explain it all. We did that together. I love that we had to slowly say it together. We're going to get it. So that we could say it together, but that means we could do it. We can. Um, Now, Heidi, mm-hmm. you and I both know that we are like super secret special investigators. And mm-hmm. all we do on this podcast, y'all, honestly, yes, yes. is seek out the answers to what you need to know about everything from drag to love to science to the hormone monstrous. Oh, I need a hot, nice, warm bubble bath. Bubble bath. You got to kind of like let your mouth pop when you say bubble bath. Oh, relax on the mouth. Bubble bath. Bubble bath. Wash your ass. <laughs> but don't just be sitting in a bubble bath, y'all. You got to also yeah, you wash gotta your ass. you got to actually wash it, baby. And wash you, it, baby. And you got to finish that with a shower. <laughs> Rinse off. Now, anyways, we have an insatiable curiosity, and we know you do too. Yes, yeah, so get ready to learn with us. And how all these things work, at least according to us, anyways. This is Hall and Closet. Yay. We (laughs) We still somehow did not get that together, Heidi. That was a little bit. One of these days, you know what? That was some foolishness, and I would say it was some nonsense. So So let's let's get get into into it. it. Let's just get into it then. What's up, nonsense? Okay, so first off, I have been trying to put you on for the last couple of weeks on some blonde beer 
Heidi, so I, you ain't never had no beer. You don't even like beer. You don't know my story. Ho. And this is the How thing. A million times you have told me that this was a thing. I and it is a I thing. Wanna, and I'm, I've got the facts. I brought I brought you. You got the facts. I brought you facts. I brought you Did you your bring prescription? Oh, you brought and I got on yeah. my glasses. I'm yes. ready to read it. We're gonna read it. Because I wanna you. know okay. if it's the I wanna know if the prescription is right. Okay, well, here we go. So, so <laughs> it's about blonde beer, and blonde beer is actually okay. a real thing. According to craftbeer.com, also known as right. the Golden Ale, blonde beer is an easy-to-drink beer with no dominant malt or hop characteristics. Blonde beer can have honey, spices, and fruit added and may be fermented with lager or ale yeast. So it is. Heidi, a, share it, share that with me really fast. I'm gonna click well, on it. Share share okay. you, share with I wanna you see I wanna be able to look at I want to be able to look at this. Yes. That you've presented. Mm-hmm. Also known as Golden Ale. Yes, it's Golden Ale. Easy beer. I assumed it's, it would be an easy beer because you kept saying that I, I, I should me, try a I blonde feel, beer. I feel like it would be more up your avenue of things that you would like because you just you give so much you exude this like quality of life about you that you just have to have something just so so you think there. that blonde you beer is like the, the bougie fit. upper echelon beer i would assume so because i didn't know what it was until a while back okay. to me it's bougie you cannot beer. just take something and say i assumed it was <laughs> and i never even had it or never yeah, even I knew anything about it beer. well I'm i guess that's true out. I'm trying to help you out, sis. Look, this it's That's not true. for me. It's not for me, and it's okay. okay. It's for but me. I thought I would. I would try to help you out because I'm a good so, sister. This is the thing. I like kind of. Sometimes I like very heavy beers. Oh, you like the heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah, beer. I like heavy beers. Like a dark beer sometimes is good. But I, mm. I mean, but um, I feel like I would want to give this a try. I do have to say, after reading the ingredients the that sometimes that may honey, be fermented with leg with lager and fruit. ale. Okay. Lager and ale, honey. Lager and ale. <laughs> so I like fruit. I like honey. I like spices sometimes. What would you what would you put now if Paula okay, Patton's so if chicken you, does not like spices? If you could craft your own <laughs> beer, what would you put in it? Okay, wait. Um oh that's interesting. Like what like would you go for a blonde? Would you go for a since you like heavy, would you make like a heavy beer? Like no, you, you know what I would not. What would you You know what? Then? I would not. Last week we got into some tea. Mm-hmm. Some deep tea about the tea. hibiscus. The hibiscus. I would want to see what could happen if I took some like floral notes like that and added it to a beer. Oh, what could happen? Oh, so you, oh, so you want to make, so you want to make the bougie. Maybe like take like a, some that florally hibiscusy. Maybe add some. They say honey can be in there. Maybe add some honey with that. Maybe honey see if we can get good. some kind of like sweet something for me. That that that's I, I can see that for you. It have might you, have to be blonde. If I could choose the color, though, I would say that it should be clear. A clear beer? Can they do yeah. that? Could they I do don't that? know. Can they? I'm sure they could. I mean, color dye. No, wait. That would make it a color. How would they take the... How would they... With a color evaporator? With a color evaporator? Is that a thing? You know what that is, Heidi. You've what is that? You've never seen a color evaporator? No, what is that? You're lying. You were just good. <laughs> You're lying, aren't you? You're I lying. You aren't were you? just like, just like, let me have this. 
What is that? I would I would want my beer to be clear. Okay. Simply because. Okay. In case and you, and you got and you gotta hear this. In case I spill it. Was that the actual answer? In case I spill it. Yes. Oh, look at see. You look, gotta I think about the that. outfit. Right today I'm wearing this really cute white top. You are. Oh, got my little sides out, feeling Ooh. cute, feeling comfortable. Um yes, she is. but um I would want it to be clear in case you like spill it on yourself. Wait a minute. Was pain, honey. There was a clear beer. Uh-huh. But it was like an old beer in the 80s. And somebody asked about them the beer was coming back. But then I never heard anything about the beer coming back. It was called like a Zima beer. A Zima? Who is a Zima? Zima Adele Des- Adele Des- Warrior. No, Zima Princess Princess Warrior. No, but the Zima beer was like a clear beer, but I but it seems like it was probably not as good as the beer that I would want. That I Okay. So you I'm, want just like a high end beer. Yeah. Have you But affordable. Afford but affordable. Oh, you you're making it real difficult, huh? No, I want it to be affordable because I want everybody to be able to share in that experience. Right, exactly. With me. Have you ever <laughs> Have you ever gone to like to a brewery and like hung out where they have like um, 40, 50 different types of beers? Um, I've never done that per se, but I will say it's what I did do. You've done it? Yeah, I've gone before. But That's, you don't even I, like I, beer, Heidi. I don't, but I went to hang out with some friends and stuff and like I had like two different beers and that was So you just be doing out. stuff? That's how I found out about blonde beer. Okay, T. Well, well that is so why didn't you Heidi why did you not say that first? I don't know. I just wanted to go on a journey with you. Are you... Uh, Heidi, literally, if you would have said that day one, none of this, you would have just <laughs> shut me up and none of this would For have... Week. You literally would not have had to go and find this two-line thing from craftbeer.com, which could be a completely unreliable source. <laughs> it could be completely maybe and then literally you just had a real life firsthand experience that could have just been the answer yeah. to all of this I, sometimes I why like do you long... choose violence i like to go the long route sometimes you know why do you like to confuse your life and the lives of other people around you that you say you love they, they say do what you love and do what you do well and i do both so confuse people <laughs> literally Okay, so, literally. Here we are. Here we are. And you know what? You know this is no better time than now to take a break. To go to a break. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's take a that. break. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
Alrighty. Yo. We are. Yes. And Here this we week are how it works segment. Segment. <laughs> segment. 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 I love that I just slide over words. Like my tongue just. You just tippy top over, over the words. words. Just yeah. Get to where you're going. You're like, okay. Well, that is, it's, it's, it's our how it works segment, y'all. There we want to get into a question from a listener and really explore the topic of body. Ooh. Uh, More specifically, our relationship to our bodies, good and bad. Oh, yes, honey. I have yeah. a body. You, do, you uh, Yeah, we see it. You have a body too, Heidi. And do. Everybody's got a body. Everybody's got body. Okay, period. And now, I'm going to read this email to you, and we're going to see what the tea is, okay? Love the tea. Hey there, you two absolute queens. Mm-hmm. And that was spelled with a W, okay? So get into it. With a W. You are both some of my absolute favorites of all time. Oh. So happy you have your own podcast now. Thank you. Uh, I listened to all episodes in one afternoon this week. I heard you touch your... <laughs> You touch on body image and body positivity in a recent episode, but I would love to hear more about your own bot journeys with building your confidence in your bodies. I am also also wondering how you manage any potential changes to your confidence when uh, in versus out of drag. So let me just read that line one more time just so we can make sure that's very clear because, you know, I'll be confusing my damn self sometimes. Yeah, you I am do. also wondering... How you manage any potential changes to your confidence when in versus out of drag, okay? Adore you. Love, Paris. And that's Paris with two R's. Two R's. Two R's. Two R's. Granddaddy. The granddaddy of of season 12. Oh, my God. Now, Heidi. Yes, darling. What are your thoughts on this email? First of all, what are your thoughts on First of all, this is actually a really good... This good, is actually a really good absolutely. email, good, a good thing, to t- a topic to touch upon. So thank you, Paris. Uh, thank you so much, Paris. Um, for me personally, I, uh, for me, I, I really struggled with my body for like probably my early 20s and like mm-hmm. and teen years a lot. That was a very long time. I had, I did have eczema at one point really, really bad. Yeah. And like it created like dark spots all over my body and like, like flaky skin. It was like, it was really embarrassing. Yeah. And I was, and I just started doing drag too. So it was like around that time too. So and you spend it, a lot of time in the dressing room with other people like, around you looking yeah. at your body. Yeah. And it's, it's, even when know, not like, intentionally. In these close quarters with other queens and stuff, and you're yeah. like trying to get ready, and then and then also going on stage while like sometimes like the costume doesn't cover up like my shoulder, like it's almost like on my mm. upper shoulder, or like if I ever wanted to go bare legged, my legs were it was on my legs and stuff, and yeah, it was very no. that was very hard. And then growing up as a teenager, I went through like a very I wouldn't say an ugly duckling phase, mm-hmm. but definitely like it was like. Oh, ooh, ooh, dear. <laughs> I would say ugly duckling phase, but quack. You but said. quack. <laughs> but quack, quack. <laughs> but um, so it's definitely, I struggled there as well. So it, it took me a long time to get to a place where I was like happy with me being who I am and my body and stuff. And it, um, I, one day I just woke up and was like, you know what? I love me for who I am. It was after I got rid of the eczema, actually. The skin was yeah. looking, once the skin started looking correct and soft and supple, I was like, oh, bitch, I love me. Is it okay, T? I was like, oh, and I was feeling my fantasy. And um, I've really been, 
in a good spot for myself, like loving myself and loving my body um, since yeah. then. It's been a couple of years, actually. Um, I think I had just gotten into that phase right when I got on season 12. Like, it was right to that point when I just started, like, okay, my body is feeling your body, feeling be. sexy. Yeah, feeling myself. And then I got there and, uh, you know, the makeup wasn't, <laughs> the yeah. body was well, okay, but the face was not. <laughs> she said the body was in the building, but the face had left at the door. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I feel like it was very hard for me growing up. And I know that like people are often like, oh, girl, shut up. You're so skinny. Like you have mm-hmm. nothing to complain about. But growing up and being a male, especially like a black, a black skinny boy in, in my community, people Feminine. would like it was what well, we can. Uh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. A woman. Switch. Switch. Hip. Switch yes, hip, hip, honey. Down. Cow. But but literally it was like everyone would constantly always make fun of like the fact that I was skinnier than everybody else. And and people can say what they want to, but when you constantly have people like telling you they can try to be like, Oh, I can see your bones or try to be like this and no matter what I did, I could not gain weight. I try I would like try to like take like supplements and do all types of things, but I could not gain weight because people would always make fun of me for it. So even when I started doing drag, like I would always like more recently when we just had like our press week, I did a mm-hmm. lot of like wearing my own body, um, feeling my own body now, Ooh. feeling confident in my body yes. because it's taken a very long time for me to feel like that. Like, um, even in drag where it's like a lot of people like kind of like they, they sometimes are like, Oh, they love a, a small body. And then it's like treat Queens with bigger bodies. Like they're not, fucking rock stars you know what i mean but um mm-hmm. even in a world like that being thin like being not confident in your body outside of drag can translate over into what you do in drag and so in drag i would always want to be padded in every single look that i did even though sometimes i thought that my body was attractive or when i would see my body top i thought it was attractive but didn't mm-hmm. feel that way because other people made me feel like it was not right you know mm-hmm well, you you actually oh. t- said something about where you were like made fun of. I was yeah. made fun of too. What was some stuff that people said that I want to hear? Um, skinny bones, mm-hmm. skinny mini, or oh. they would always accuse you of having an eating disorder, which was mm-hmm. kind of crazy. You know what I mean? That like crazy. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, Wild. so mine was for my eyes because they have big eyes. One was oh. one time someone said that. Um, what was it? They said that you could see the future with those eyes. I'm like, oh. That- wow. <laughs> also, my head used to be smaller. My body used to be smaller, but my yeah. eyes have always been about this size. Yeah. So yeah. They, were, they were like, your eyes are so big, you can see the future. And they also said that my um, my teeth um, looks like the, the state prison. Wow. <laughs> well, like, and it's like... Oh. And it's like literally because like even like when you think about when you talk about like body image and body confidence and like it's not just like what your physical body is. It's definitely like your face and like Mm -hmm. attributes that you have on your body. It can be your hair. It could be your nails or it could be all these different types of things. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. It was it's an early morning. Do you like like bodies? Oh, yeah. Do I like bodies? It's kind of, kind of early for, for me. It's early for me. It's early for bodies. Okay, T. I'm not. I'm not gonna hold. I'm not. I'm gonna charge it. I'm not gonna charge it to your heart. I'm gonna charge, charge it to, to my your head. ass. 
Charge my no, ass. my my it's the climb. Your, your heart is your heart is in it. Your head is here, but your ass what, said what? What they say? Flesh. Keep your it's the body. Keep your ass right and your mind to follow. Yeah, keep your ass right and your mind to follow, <laughs> honey. That's it right there, yeah, honey. See. But oh like um. But yeah, literally, I think it's like all about like attributes on your entire body. Like even for me, Ooh, like do you think people would go ahead? Do you think body modifications Stand can still. help? Who me? Do I think body modifications can help what? You said stand still. Confid- body confidence. No, I'm standing still. Oh, I thought you just told me to stay still. I was like, what did I do? Uh, do you think body modifications can why help? Why did I say stand so, still? I don't know. That's why I was confused. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit high. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is really fun today. This, I'm just this, saying. It's a, it's a fun cast. It's not yeah, a podcast. It's a fun yeah, cast. It's a fun cast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, do you think body modifications can help you with your uh, being confident in yourself? What's your What, what do you think? What do you think? I that? think so. I think like um I think if what I think first of all, I think this is what I feel like is most important. I think that like there needs to be something said about people appreciating all types of body types. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the thing, sure. like although I'm a very small frame person. There are people who have much larger frames than me. And I think that there are people who have larger frames than me who are extremely sexy and beautiful mm-hmm. and um, and I think that before we even talk about like adding, doing anything to your body to make you more confident, I think that we should just all be able to know and realize that we all have bodies. Some bodies are going to be yes. very small. Some bodies are going to have some extra muscles. Some bodies you have to work hard at. Some bodies you can work hard at all day and nothing changes. You know, there's everybody has a different body. And I think we just need to learn and remember and understand that there are people with different bodies. And just yes. to love every single one of them. And and then that'll make you a lot more confident. But I do still feel like if you decide that there are things about yourself that you want to change. Um, that when you first said body modifications, I was thinking about like earrings. You know, <laughs> like like earrings? And I was like, yeah, I mean like nose jewelry could make you confident. It could, but it then, can. but then, but then I thought deeper, and I thought, no, Heidi's deeper. on some deep. Heidi's on some, some deep, deep stuff deep, today. Some deep stuff. You're on some deep stuff, and like I do I feel mean, like if you, if there are things about your body you don't like, you should have the right to do whatever you want to to feel as confident as you need to feel. Yeah, I, I think that you, you, I do feel like you should be able to do like whatever you feel like it is. But like, if you have a vision of what you want your body to be, I feel like you should be able to pursue that. You know, within, within like. As long as you're being safe about it and take and like going mm-hmm. around about the right way, yeah, and making sure you, yeah, make sh- yeah, make sure you have left like downtime to heal and stuff like that. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, I'm I'm happy with the body I've been given because the struggle that I had to it, like my my bout with eczema was horrible for mm-hmm. years. It was like three yeah. or four years that I had eczema really really bad. At one point, I couldn't walk almost mm-hmm. because it was on the back of my leg and like it was like it was like trying to heal but then like to walk I'd it'd have to like it was really bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah. Like I almost I almost couldn't walk. It was really bad. That's terrible. Thank you for sharing that. I know. I know. <laughs> um I know. Wait, I know. y'all, I and I also I have to say this too. Heidi, you super distracted me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean That's to. That's what I have to say. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Oh that that was that was what you had to say. No, that was, I was thinking about what I was going to say, and then you distracted me. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It was a really what, good question. What's your secret to being confident? 
You're a very confident oh, hoe. God. Um, you know what my secret is? <laughs> I love how this just like just fell over into another subject. <laughs> I know. Just fully just like toppled over. Um, to, to, to toppled over to the next You said, song. what is my secret? I think, you know, I think my secret to to confidence is, is um, learning to accept that I, I literally am, a, this is how I feel like I'm becoming more confident that I'm learning to accept that my body will not be perfect and that I will not be perfect mm-hmm. um, because nobody is and nothing is. So, um, I'm learning to take my body wherever it is. So some days, some days I'm feeling like, some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, today's really, I'm like where I'm feeling is really, really cute or really confident in other days when I'm not feeling like, even then I'm like, hey, this is where I am and this is the body that I'm in. This is the thing. Our bodies work so damn hard for us. Yeah, they do. They Very really so. do. The least we can do is like show our bodies love and respect and like just by mm-hmm. like loving it. And so... I like every day I look at my body for whatever it is and I just try to like just stay in the moment with it. And like literally we grow and we change all the time and our bodies will too. Work. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds What about you, Heidi? What do you do to stay confident? Oh my good. Um, for me, I've kind of gotten to the point where I embrace the flaws type of deal. Mm -hmm. Like like my gap to some people can be seen as a flaw. To me, I embrace it. I and I take it further than mm-hmm. just my physical appearance. I also take it into like, like my drag and my 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 everyday life. Like, I just I'm think about perfect. this. I'm I'm not perfect. Never been perfect. Never tried mm-hmm. to be perfect. And that allows me to just be my my authentic self. And yeah, me being my authentic self has allowed me to grow confident in all those other aspects and embrace yeah. those flaws fully. So I think it's kind of almost like a full circle moment mm-hmm. of like. This leads to this, but then leads to that. That leads to back to this type of moment. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. it's more like a cycle that keeps me confident in what I'm doing. And it's um, yeah. it's the, I would say that's my secret. So basically, just find your circle that makes you confident and like and and live in that truth. Live in the truth. Okay, that's a loop de loop. And yeah. I have to say this, Heidi. Think about this, y'all. This is to to you, Heidi, and to everybody. Literally. All of the things that I don't consider flaws, I just say the thing, different things. We just literally have different features and we have different bodies. But literally imagine when people say they're flaws, they want them to look. They have this certain perfect, perfect idea of like what that should look like or what a nose should look like. Your teeth should look like your lips, your eyes. Baby, imagine if everybody strived and wanted to look like that same exact image. Girl, how fucking weird would we all look it would be, and literally be would the be same exact person? It'd be very boring. Uh, we would look like fucking, like we've been abducted by somebody like, and like, what the fuck? Jada, we could look we the same. We would all be clones. We would all Jada, look like clone people. Jada, we could look the same. We could look the, Heidi, we could look the same. And then imagine, so ima- imagine we all looked the same, and we went on Drag Race. Oh and no! And then a bitch tried to call you ugly. I'm like, bitch, you ugly too. Because we then we would all be fucking ugly, and then, and then, and then you say, and then everyone would be upset because we're all. You ugly would say, How you go, you? bitch, you ugly, and then everybody goes, who me? And, and then bitch, you go, who? why would you say that about me? <laughs> And you cry, girl. It's a it's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. We should all look different, and I'm glad we look different. Absolutely, me too. Gosh. Me and I'm too. glad we have I beautiful love. different bodies. Now, before we take a break, Heidi, I have to ask mm-hmm. you one really good question. Okay. What do you do? Okay. What do you do for yourself and your body 
when you're feeling low on yourself? Well, I can't do? say that. I can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> you get destroyed. You get destroyed. <laughs> she said, "When I'm feeling low on my body, I break it." <laughs> I bro- <laughs> Let's go to a break. She said, "I take it. I take it back." She said, "I take it to the alley and I throw yeah. it away, honey." <laughs> so, so trash. <laughs> I live. Well, what? Well, what? What else do you do? What well, can I, you tell our listeners? <laughs> well, for me personally, I um, I usually uh, just I know I know my body and I know when I need to rest. So that's yeah. really what I do is uh, just find the moment to rest or like. Because my body, my body will be like, no, you're not doing anything else for the day, I'm, and I will have to lay down. So yeah. definitely resting and getting enough rest is a uh, top priority for me. For that, is that. You know what, what? I do what, all what, the what time. Do, what, what do you? What do you do? Do well, well. I love to luxuriate in a bubble bath. In a bubble bath. I yeah, do, I'm oh, serious. A, a bath bomb. A bubble bath with a nice bath bomb, nice warm water. Just, oh my god, my favorite thing was when I was in South America. I was on, on tour. One of the nights mm-hmm. that we had off, I got in the bathtub, hot boxed the hotel bathroom, and just sat there on the phone and just relaxed and just for like chilled. An hour and just chilled, and it was so nice. I it feel like so it's something transformative about, like when you when you are like you pamper yourself like. Maybe that yeah. day, earlier in that day, go get a massage and then later come Ooh, home yeah. and take you the most amazing bubble bath. And then you're just at home, nobody around you, just you a little and your body. Is good. Literally, yeah. you and your body, like taking care of your body. And like when you're in that bath, like when, like enjoying yourself, like if you're washing yourself, feeling your body, just loving yourself. That's what I do, bitch. I'm not mm-hmm. saying we're going all the way there and we just like loving you, not loving you, loving yourself because you don't want that floating around in your bathtub. So don't no, even no, be doing not, all that. Not while you're in it. Because you literally have to sit in that water. Now when you shower. And you don't want to be doing that. When you uh, shower, Heidi, it's a difference. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're, this is a break. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Today, Heidi, we are yes, going sorry. to get right back into it. Okay, let's get we're into it. We're going to get then. into a story that GQ published, and I'm going to we're gonna, together. We're going to tackle this, y'all. This is some. This is a wild story from the internet. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, um, yes. GQ so. recently published this story, and it's about a man who calls himself the Liver King. First, first um, the Lion King, then the Tiger King, now the Liver King. Now the Liver King, and this man huh. eats a pound of raw liver every single day. That first of all, I hate liver. <laughs> I hate liver. Liver it tastes so irony. Disgusting. It, it tastes like iron. It tastes so horrible. His name is Brian Johnson. He is 45 years old, lifestyle influencer with over a million followers on Instagram and two million followers on TikTok. So Damn. He's very popular. He got more followers than us. Shit. Yeah, I don't got a million followers yet. He I don't does. either. 
He does. So maybe like, <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of close to a million. So if you think I would just eat, I'm almost raw liver every day. I would probably only have to eat raw liver for maybe like a month, maybe like seven months. No, to get you only you're already at like eight. Well, because I don't know how he he got a million in a, in a year. In so a maybe year, maybe not that many months. Yeah, you're already at eight hundred something. So yeah, but also I'm, out. but also I don't have like cra- like crazy ripped muscles either. So yeah, that probably helped. That too. won't. That probably helped. Um, but on social media, he shares his brutal workouts with his family, like him dragging weights down. He literally dragged the weights down the driveway uh-huh. of his house with his bare teeth, y'all. With and with he his kept all strong, of them. Strong teeth. Thankfully, he had all of his teeth because. He could be Young Gappy over there right now. Young Gappy. Young Gappy. That young is. Young Gappy. Can you believe? He also. Oh, he believes in eating animal testicles because he thinks it strengthens his own balls. Because he, I think this is a quote of his own. He says, the vegetables don't have the raw material to produce a healthy set of testicles. Testicles do have everything required to produce a healthy set of testicles. Maybe that's how he got his strong teeth, too. Maybe he ate some teeth to make strong teeth. Heidi. <laughs> that's some gay shit. That's some gay shit. <laughs> oh, he eating balls. Literally not. <laughs> I, like That's literally like when toxic masculinity goes so toxic that it becomes just gay shit. That's literally what that is. Like, that's gay, so toxic that you say very you're much, not eating very vegetables because they don't produce healthy enough they don't produce stuff for a healthy set of testicles, but you're but eating testicles. what about the rest testicles. of your body that needs? Uh, hey, I mean, live I live your life, but um, I can't. I'm not gonna sit here think... and act like I've never had a set in my mouth. But hey, I I didn't swallow. Now, now his wife is the liver queen. Yes. And they have two sons, and he calls yes. them the savage liver boys. That's just horrible. And Why and literally, that? not only is he like dragging weights down the street that are like crazy heavy, mm-hmm. and like um doing like eating raw meat and eating animal heads too. Um, he's also. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna say he's making him them do anything, but they mm-hmm. also participate in this lifestyle too. So they are all eating livers, and that and the like thing is. Yeah. Oh, so did I catch you all? You said the thing is no. I'm, I, oh. I was waiting to listen. So I, I thought yes. okay. I, I thought I cut you off. Okay. Well, the thing is, the liver. The um, the reason why he does it is because of his children. Actually, the Liver King says that he adopted this lifestyle thanks to his sons, Rad, who's 13, and Striker, who is 15, who were in and, and y'all wait. Of... Rad and Striker. These names right here. Why? Why? Rad and Striker are like very. It's like those very... are names. <laughs> rad and striker that's, that's like you mean business honey that, that those aren't names striker no, is a mortal Kombat character is it yeah we talked about video games i, thought, that, I, thought, I thought he was the villain in um the uh tmnt teenage mutant ninja Tur- no that's splinter my bad splinter. <laughs> splinter. master splinter master splinter yeah um but um, apparently, Rad and Stryker were mm. in and out of the hospital with illnesses and allergies. Inspired by a book, he switched their diet to consist mainly of liver and bone marrow and claims that it has worked. And like within a couple of days, it, uh, everything turned around and, and, and this is why they're in this, this lifestyle now is because it, it, like they got better within like two days you, or something. 
from eating livers. Do you believe from that, that that's possible? I mean, oh, I don't know what I believe is possible. I'm not a doctor, but I do. Okay, I just lied. I do not believe that's possible. You are a doctor. Oh. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> you say you just lied. I'm like, oh, so you are a doctor. Imagine the whole entire time I've been a doctor, Heidi. <laughs> this entire time that I've known you, I've been a doctor, and I just never said it. Wow. I, be- I wouldn't put it past you. I would probably be the stupidest doctor you knew. Mm, that would literally make already, me like the most. You're already the stupidest person I know, so I'm pretty sure you'd be the stupidest doctor, too. <laughs> Damn, when you when you add math like that, yeah, it yeah. does equal shame. It adds up. And it, it hurts. adds up. Yeah, it <laughs> adds up. Now, nutritionists and fitness experts have raised eyebrows at the choice to consume meat raw, thus potentially exposing his body to bacteria. Yeah. Like lots of bacteria that he's like. If he doesn't have, the, what are those things in the back, your tonsils? Because the tonsils is what we had. We originally had those to help with eating raw food, and it, like that, those really original. I'm pretty sure that was the use, original use of them. But as we started like cooking the food and not needing them as much, I thought people, they was made to be tickled. I ain't said that. that both can be true. Well, that's what Cardi B was talking about. <laughs> that that uh, thing that hanging at back of her. That's the uvula. Uvula. How, uvula. how do you even know that name? Uvula. Because I, I, I looked it up one time back in the day. Why do you think they call it that? It probably breaks down in like, not I'm about to say Greek, in Latin or something. It probably breaks down in Latin or something to, to like, be why, why it does that. Why it wasn't to like that. maybe like drippy thing. Drippy, Dri- thing. drippy thing in the back of your throat. Because it's That's literally like, it, just it, like a, a it weird It breaks like a down drop. to the little dangly thing that swings in the back of your throat. That's what it breaks down to. Is, but you know what I always, you know what in all of my life, what? I always thought that was tonsils. Tonsils is the the uvula is the thing that's hanging down. The tonsils is all the other stuff. Yeah, I always thought that that was like well, not all with the tonsils. Like. Yeah, but I apparently yeah. I don't know what I'm what I'm talking but, about. But as we started cooking food, we we grew to not need the use of them, and then yeah. also. I think I think they like people they get inf- like do they get infected or something while people have to take have them taken out or something like that or like bacteria I don't or something. Know. But yeah, we we've actually grown to not need them. I think basically, so that's why a lot of people get taken out too. Yeah. Well, but that means that we we shouldn't be. But, but that means maybe we should be eating here. raw meat. This what, motherfucker would you over eat, here eat raw you, meat? If you, if you did eat raw meat, if you, okay, Heidi, this mm-hmm. is the real question, and this yes. is some real shit. Mm-hmm. If you had to eat some raw meat, if you had to eat some raw meat, and you had mm-hmm. and you have to do it. What kind of raw meat would you choose? Dick. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I already do that. You've been eating that for years. For years. It's part of my diet. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. A raw meat. Sushi? Wait, no. Sushi's not raw, but like. Yeah, it's no. Close. It's close. <laughs> I would um, probably get a beautiful pate made. I, I would probably um, and then if we're going to use a raw, we might as well just make it, keep it that way. I would use like maybe a little bit of steak, maybe some tuna. Some cowbread. Really cute ingredients in there. You know, like maybe some onion in there. I love onion added to like a really Oh, you're cool making pate. a whole meal. I don't, I've never had pate because it looks kind of crazy. But and then maybe, look. Add some caviar in there if you're going to be the girl Ooh, who's going bougie. to go there and just try raw. Spice just, it up. 
She's here for it. And maybe on a beautiful buttery cracker. Oh, a brioche. If I had to. Don't you think so? And then maybe if you if you had that and it was like a cute little tray, maybe silver, uh-huh. a little. That's how I imagine eating just, if I had to eat raw meat. That's just what I luxury. Want. Have it's been brought to you. <laughs> just luxury. I mean, if you're getting the choice, it's not like if you were in the jungle and you could like randomly were like, oh God, dead lion. I don't want to eat lion today. I wish I had rhinoceros. Sushi. Let's eat rhinoceros. I mean, but we couldn't. So I'm saying like you know if what, you had what the animal choice. Be, what animal do you think would, <laughs> an animal I think would be interesting to eat would be a hippo. Why? You can I don't know. I, just feel, I, I don't know if I would want to eat it, but I feel like it would be an interesting animal. Heidi, hippos literally are like endangered. I know. I'm not saying I want to like hunt one down. I'm just saying I think that would yeah. be like an interesting choice to eat. Like the like, butt meat. Like if you're on, like if you're out in the Serengeti, the rump, it got a lot of rump. If you're it's out like in the Serengeti you and you have to choose, you have to choose like what you what you have to eat. Or if you're like a lion and you're trying to eat something, what makes them choose a hippo? I don't know, but hippos don't fucking play. They are. Did you know hippos um, kill more people than most animals? That's what I'm saying. So if I was a lion, I would definitely not go after a hippo. You don't think they go after hippos? No. Not Are the you little serious? Ones. They probably go after the little ones. They call themselves the kings of the jungle, honey, but you watch a hippo and a lion go. I watched a lot of nature documentaries. Actually, growing hippos up, Hippos don't fa- lose. They not, no, they don't really don't. Um, so I wouldn't I'm, say I wouldn't even eat hippo meat because it would probably take you down before you even try to get close. My family had this whole VHS uh, set of like movies of like animals, animal like mm-hmm. each video was like one was on courting, one was on mating, one was on migrating, one was on this one, like on all the different topics of animals. Mm-hmm. And hippos were in there very frequently, and they were always drama filled. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, wait, drama filled? Are you saying they messy? I I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and say hippos are messy, but they they stay be in, they, they stay in. I'm not gonna mess. say you're. Girl, I'm not gonna say you're messy, but you do stay into mess. And that's and that's just all I'm gonna say on that. Or okay. Now I'm gonna say this before we take a break, Heidi. Yeah, yeah. What is the craziest thing that you have ever eaten? The craziest thing I've ever eaten. Oh God. Um. The craziest thing I've ever eaten. <sighs> I would probably say it was the deer that um, I'm not saying deer is crazy. It's the deer, the specific deer that it was that I ate. It was because it Bambi. was for Christmas. No, it was for Christmas one oh, year. God. Okay. And um, my elder siblings threw a cherry, a maraschino cherry, into the thing with the deer meat, and I looked in it, and they said we were eat. It was we were going to eat Rudolph, and I was traumatized, but I ate it. So I would say the strangest thing I've ever eaten was Rudolph. <laughs> I, that is such a sad Christmas story. Was that Christmas Christ- when this happened? Yes. Uh, oh, no. Why would y'all eat deer meat at Christmas time? Why anyway? not? Because that's so sad. It's I think so, the stranger thing that I've I'm ever gagged. eaten, which I guess is not strange because I was watching a documentary, as y'all know I do, um, and they were talking about the fact that there are so many people in the world who have diet of insects. Oh. Right? A lot of people eat insects primarily for diet. Well, not primarily, but 
they incorporate a good portion of like diet is like bugs. So I, but the really? worst thing that I've, I'm not that worst, but the craziest thing, and I would probably say, no, I wouldn't know if I would say it was the worst because mm-hmm. I mean, it was just weird, but I had a lollipop with like a cricket in it. What? Why would you do that? I got it from the museum in Milwaukee. Was it was it a chocolate covered cricket inside? Was it at least chocolate? No, it covered? was just like you like could look through the lollipop and it looked like kind of like a, a a bug and like an amber. Oh, was like, like on okay. like very like on Jurassic Park. Was the cricket an actual cricket or was the yeah? Cricket it was a real like, cricket. Oh, so it wasn't just and like you a know candy how cricket. there are people. There are two types of people: lollipop lickers uh-huh. and suckers, or people who crunch the lollipop. Yeah, which are you? That's a fact. I'm a cruncher. Oh, so you was crunching through that thing, girl. You said, I crunched through it, and when I bit into the cricket, it was so fucking greasy tasting and weird. Ew. Uh, and I think the ew. thing was was that I was was I was prepared for a dry texture. I thought it would be like a little legs, kind of crispy. No, and it really literally gagged me. I was gagged that's, for real. That's nasty. You were gagged. It gagged me. It you, gagged uh, me so. And you've got and you've got skills, so you usually don't get gagged. That's what I'm saying. But that bug wow. gagged me that day. You got and I gagged. think this is a this is I a great place a break. to take a break. Yeah, let's, let's take a break. Do it. Let's take a quick break from your bug story. The <laughs> cricket. Cricket. What's chirp 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 chirp. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today is National Donut Day. Did you you know we have the Salvation Army to thank for this holiday? I can't believe it, Heidi. Oh, my goodness. Do you know in 1917, when the U.S. entered World War I and the troops landed in France, they were joined by 250 young women of the Salvation Army. The volunteers were were there and to provide aid and assistance and support the soldiers on the front line. That's what they were doing, y'all. That's what they were, they were giving it, honey. And two of the Salvation Army volunteers, Ensign's Helen Purviance and Margaret Sheldon, wanted to boost morale for the soldiers who had to endure 36 days of constant rain. Oh, my God. They decided to make a batch of donuts, a treat that was a little larger. Largely. She can't speak. I literally got tripped over the word, and I tried to just go little to try to... I know you did. I was gonna let you. I'll make up for it. And thank you, Heidi. So I, you know what? I'm gonna pretend this never happened to me. Because Rihanna said, "What did you do?" She said, "I pretend." So I'm gonna pretend it never happened. Okay. They decided to make a batch of donuts. Uh huh. A treat that was a treat still that largely was still unknown. largely unknown to most Americans. That's it right there. That's, so most that. of us didn't know what donuts were, honey. Um, working all night, they eventually produced 150 donuts, which were unsurprisingly an instant hit. Now, there were 250, oh, just Ensigns, um, Ensigns, that, what a name. That is, that is a name, honey. That is a full name. Ensigns. 
And I'm the one telling Peruvian. Peruvian. That's a name. Um, That's a name. Do you wonder if people still have that name? Pervians? Probably somewhere. Should we try no, to find signs? Oh, no, I doubt it. That sounds like a very period sure? name, like a, a very a Victorian name. name. Yeah, it seems like it's very like a, a, a that era type of name. Okay, but literally those two, I mean, the, I mean, of the period. Yeah. Two of them of, of the, the period. Of the period. They oh, made 150 like donuts by themselves. Now, I'm going to tell you this. That, to me, does not sound like a lot of donuts. It the thing is, though, back then they didn't have all it the was hard work that we had right. today, and then we also didn't have like apparently the knowledge of you know donuts really that much. So that's it was what a, I'm saying. A feat you they could go did that. to, you could go to Krispy Kreme and be like, give me a hundred donuts, and they could just literally just roll them out fast. Yeah, literally like up through the press. Back in the it's, days, you literally probably had to just shape them with your bare hands. Now I want a Krispy Kremes. I haven't had I kinda in do a too. long time. We should get Krispy Kremes next time we see each other. Tea. Yo, we need to. I love that. And, I love that we get lobster. so sidetracked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love it too. Well, look, I, look, we were talking about the 150 donuts that were in Yeah, we were. Oh, and also, can you believe that one of the soldiers even proclaimed, oh boy, if this is war, let it continue. Girl, what? <laughs> Baby, they had must have really, really they, they must fucking have been wanted some, them donuts. There must have been some good ass donuts, honey. Ensigns must be fucking Krispy Kreme. Ensigns put her foot up in that Baby, donut, honey. That donut, honey. Girl. That donut <laughs> had to be fucking flavorful. The best donut in the world. I'm telling you this. Like, I love Donut Day and I love the people on the front line. I'm yes, going to tell ma'am. you this. Even the soldiers will probably tell you a motherfucking donut it's ain't finna turn it like that. No, but not you know like what? that. But you know what? I feel like in war, because those times were absolutely crazy, Especially wild. after 36 days. You know, in, in World War One, you know, they used to be fighting, like, wild and trenches. crazy. So, baby, back was then. The tr- was that the trenches? Was World yeah, War in the, trenches. the trenches. Or yeah. World War II, the trenches? I, can't I think they were fighting in the trenches. Were they both every in war. trenches? I think they both were. Okay. But I mean, imagine like being in the in the trenches and people are like wild you never know if you're gonna pass away or what. You be eating whatever the fuck is there. To get those donuts probably was like a fucking magical treat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was probably like, oh my God, like probably would have brought tears to your eyes because you forget about all like of yeah. anything while you're out there doing stuff like that. So shout out number one to all of like the people who hold it down in the front lines and stuff yes, like that. Yes, absolutely. Thank y'all so much. Yeah. I know we, this kind of got distracted to that, but just, yeah, shout out to y'all just for holding it down because I can imagine it's difficult. Um, I can imagine because I don't know if I, I definitely I can make it. I don't know mm. if I can make it. I don't know. Now, and the donuts making did continue. Okay, so they continued to make donuts, and the next day they made 300 more donuts and eventually up to 8,000 donuts a day. 8,000 donuts a day? How many? Oh, Jesus. They had to get, like, how many more people do you think had to join in and start offering up hands? It couldn't just be Margaret and Ensigns. It had to be many, many more. If I mean, if they could make 150, that that was the two of them. Yeah, it was the two of them. Yeah, because earlier. They had to be a lot more. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking earlier when we read 150. Because I'm just going, we are reading, y'all, we, we're getting this info where we're giving this info to you as we're getting it, too. We're learning so, together. So this this is a moment. but This is actually a learning yeah. experience for all of us at once. And so when it said 150, I was thinking that back to the beginning of the story of 250 women who were helping. I'm like, 
they only between 250 people they only made 150 donuts and i was like those donuts must have been very difficult to make <laughs> very difficult <laughs> it's like two people per donut that's literally that's like, like I mean, like one and a half or something like that. Whatever the it's math like is, it's like one and three, one and three quarters or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but you can't split people in quarters. <laughs> but you can't or half, uh, Jada. Yeah, just you so know. You can, so I mean, like so at least clear. well, that's at least well. Then that means said, that well, there you, were a hundred. You made it seem like oh, well, you can't cut people in three quarters. I'm like, well, you can't half either, Jada. <laughs> you can't. Well, that's math. You well, know, you could, but you, you could, but you don't. It. You you're going to go to jail. You're going you to and don't jail. even fucking try it. You know, but um, so, but With, no, so now I think maybe more than than just those two have joined in. It, so def- it was definitely probably like maybe the 250 women were actually all doing it at that point. Probably. Do you think that they were working like all day making donuts till the end of the day? Probably a good chunk of it. Probably a really good chunk of it, honestly, because back then I don't I don't necessarily know how long it would take, but I would assume it'd take at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes to make a batch. And they probably didn't have Heidi, like, how can huge... you just come up with that number? Where did you just get that number from? Like, literally, you just say, I have no knowledge of this at all. And then you just make up a number. And you're like, what, did you ever see a, like. It's just, it's just, I, it's just a feeling well, I'm or a hunch. Where did you. <laughs> Why can't you just let what me have What marks did you think about? Why are you attacking oh. me? Why are not you getting just... this one? Why can't you just let me Where did you, like, did you think about the, is like the dough or like the frying, the cooking? What, like, you just yeah, randomly yeah. just. Mm hmm. Okay, I agree. Well, I agree. you know, twenty minutes per donut. It was it was probably like a like um an assembly line type of deal where they did like a <laughs> yeah, and that's probably where they got the the idea for the fucking modern donut. I thought you were gonna say the and model the modern tea. donut store. I thought you were about to say no, the model T. I was like, not the model T. <laughs> Because when I said something not about assembly team. line, when I said assembly line, I thought oh, you were yeah, going to say I love assembly line. I was like, now yes. look. Wait, this this act led to the Salvation Army. Okay. We, we are still, we're, we're still trying to come back we're, to the We're getting the on story. track. We got y'all. We're, we're, we're going to get back here. This act led to the Salvation Army volunteers being referred to as Donut Dollies and Dough Girls. Ooh, Dough Girls. Okay. You dough girl. Dough girl. You you dough girl. You dough girl. girl. You, you so dough girl. Stupid. So stupid. Okay. In 1938, <laughs> National Donut Day began as a fundraiser for Chicago Salvation Army and honor starvation, starvation army. God, no, not that. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even say Chicago, right? Either. Chicago? Chicago. Well, I've been to Chicago a million times. I would I would hope I can say Chicago. Chicago. Okay. In, in 1938, National Donut Day began as a fundraiser for Chicago Salvation Army in honor go. of the national of the <laughs> Jada. Do you want me to take it? Jada, do you want me to take it? In 1938, National Donut Day began as a fundraiser for Chicago's Salvation Army in honor of the original Donut Dollies, and we continue to celebrate every year on the first Friday in June. Thanks, Dollies. Okay. (laughs) Heidi, guess what? You're slacking, ho. We made it through there. (laughs) Thanks, Dollies. Thanks, Dollies. (laughs) Thanks, Dollies. You're a mess. Heidi, I have to ask you this. What is the pl- the best place 
to get a donut. And what is your favorite donut? I would say I I I think I'm probably probably gonna, I'm probably gonna say I'm basic, but it's nothing beats uh Krispy Kremes fresh off the uh, when the hot sign is on, and you just get there and it's just a fresh just box of Krispy Kreme. You, I'll eat about six of them right there by myself. And you bite and it, it and it's just bite, so and it, soft. It just, and it just deflates all of a sudden in your mouth and just lets oh all the air. Oh, my God. That and some milk right there oh beside it. Oh, my God. Hi, I'm about to go get me some Krispy Kremes today, honey. That is, I'm, to I'm look, I'm about to get some, too. I, I feel like, fresh. you know what, I, you, do you like cream-filled donuts? Because I feel like people often forget about, like, fruit-filled donuts and shit like that. It's it depends if I'm like if they have a flavor that I really enjoy, then I'll yeah. go for it. But usually like I go for a spice one. I'm not mad. At, ooh, I would I would be opposed to an apple spice one. That sounds good actually. A little mm-hmm. filling in there. But you know yeah. what? My favorite kind of donut. I have to say, I have to agree with you. You're right. It's it's I true. You go get like a classic Krispy Kreme, glazed, beautiful, glazed. and it just delicious. It, oh my god! And it's fresh, just like fresh. It's just this. There's nothing that can be. I remember back in high school, we would sell um, boxes of Krispy Kremes, and yeah. like if you sold enough, you would get like a prize or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Like you could go on the trip or something like that. And, did you ever win? Um, yeah, yeah, I did. I used to sell the fuck out some Krispy Kremes, honey. I would sell them, and then I'd or always were you eating them. Well, I, a little bit of both. The thing is. <laughs> See, back in the day, I was a hustler. Actually, actually, that could be like a whole section of how I used to hustle back in the day because I sold many different yeah. things. But um, donuts was one of my hustles. I I actually had got some people to buy donut a like a a twelve pack, um, a dozen of donuts for me, and then I would sell the donuts individually. A twelve pack. Yeah, so I would. So someone you would buy me. You were a young hustler. So, Someone would buy me the twelve, and then I would sell the twelve for two dollars. Like, and it would just yeah. be random donuts, or just an assortment. It was. Just, it would be. It was usually just the glaze. It was the glaze because it was just okay. the easiest to sell and push. Well, if you if you only would push glazed donuts, do you feel like there is a such thing as a bad donut? Then, um, yeah, the probably glaze the ones is just literally the, it. When, <laughs> when the glaze is just it. Oh my god! Ooh, that sounds disgusting. When the glaze is just right. Oh my god! Yeah. Is there such thing as a bad donut? I mean, I've had a couple of questionable donuts. Like, you, but it's usually you you ask for it though. Uh-huh. When you get a when you get a bad donut, you're asking for it. Like you're going to the gas station and you're grabbing that pack off the shelf that's been there for like six months and it doesn't even look that good. Or it's and, like, like the, midnight. The glaze is the glaze is like. Dry, looks dry and it's yeah you're at you're when you get a bad donut you ask for the bad donut you know better and then you and then you get in the car and you bite into it and say oh god it tastes like cigarettes yeah you shouldn't <laughs> have got them out of a gas station that smelled like cigarette smoke you know what i mean that's the kind of <laughs> the kind so. of setup you do not need that now heidi cheap. before we end this show yes we want to take a moment to invite your good friend john cena Yes, yet absolutely. Again. We're here to invite John Cena yet again. We're we're being ignored. It's okay. It's fine. We'll we'll get there one day. Um, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, maybe we'll get Nicole and we'll get Nicole to bring you on. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, now this is the point we're at uh, the point of desperation of talking to people we slightly know to beg him to come. I <laughs> I know, slightly know Nicole Byer. I know you know her probably a lot much more than I do. Uh-huh. But do you know her enough that we should ask her to crack her phone book open and call John Cena? I think we should do it and just beg her. Maybe after maybe it. after another podcast, I'd be down. 
We should. Do you know what? And, and and I'm still hoping that she can come and join us one day. I want her to come join us. Maybe I really we can do. ask her in person on the podcast, and I can Ooh, get to know her, and she can be my want, good Judy. You know what? I want to. I want to have like someone who like, not not write who like else? someone who someone who's like a screenwriter for like TV or something. Someone who like uh-huh. like I, I want to know what's the inner workings of like making right. a show. Like what what is what is like? Are you you're, like, into that right now? I would love to know what that would be like. Like uh, seeing you the outs- to making a show. I don't want to make a show. I want to like see what's like what goes into making the show. Like what's behind the, the curtain. What's behind well, the curtain? Maybe, pull back. We that's what we here to do is pull back the curtain. So pull, maybe pull that's back. the next person we'll get on the show. Maybe now we'll look and see. We'll get into all of that now. If y'all want us to get into all of that, you have to reach out to us, contact us, and let us know. But um, we want to thank you so much for joining and listening to us once again for Hall and Closet. I'm Jada Essence Hall. And I'm Heidi in Closet. And you can follow us on social media at Jada E. Hall and Heidi in Closet. And also follow Mom Podcast at Mom Podcast. Thank you. And if you have any tips or uh, something you want to share with us, if there's something you want us to investigate or search or find out for you, we are more than happy to do that. All you have to do is email us at hallandcloset at gmail.com. That is hall and A-N-D closet at gmail.com. And make sure you are subscribed to this podcast on your podcast app. And make sure you never miss an episode. You did that, Heidi. See you next week for more. Hall and closet. What is you doing? Question mark. Bye. (laughs) Bye. To listen to Hall and Closet one day early and ad free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.com. Hall and Closet is a Forever Dog and Moguls of Media production hosted by Jada Essence Hall and Heidi and Closet. Editing and sound design by Margot Padilla with music by Will Pitts. Associate produced by Mark Jacobs. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Willem Belli, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mm-hmm.